We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. All right, 11 o'clock on this Sunday morning. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. These are challenging times, and Rocket Mortgage is prepared to help. If you need mortgage assistance, contact their team 24-7 at rocketmortgage.com. From their home to yours, the team at Rocket Mortgage is with you. You can see Michael Breed as he tees off on the top headlines in the world of golf. Watch Course Record with Michael Breed tomorrow morning at 11 on CBS Sports Network. Now, you have an event today, a live event, a golf event, tailor-made sponsors. You have a skins game between Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson on one team, Ricky Fowler and Matthew Wolf on the other team. Now you have two unknowns, and we bring in Michael Brewer. You have two unknowns here. Number one, you have Wolf, who's got the weird swing and has become very popular, which is why he's in this. And we'll ha- get Michael to go through that. The other thing is... You get Seminole. Now, Seminole, to golf fans, they've heard it. Most of them have never been able to play it. And not only that, they, this course along the Atlantic Ocean, which I have been to but never played, is never seen on television. So Seminole, Michael, as I welcome in, is a secret to most golf fans. They've heard about it. They've never seen it. You know, if, if you're, and good morning, Mike, thank you for having me. If you are immersed in the game of golf, you're aware of Seminole. You might not have played it, but you're aware of it. Donald Ross designed. Maybe his greatest nine, course, right? Maybe his greatest course, he says. I think certainly with, with the piece of property, you know, you've got a ridge coming off of the, the uh, beach there that's to the east that he did a, ma- a marvelous job with. It's, it is the place where Ben Hogan uh, prepared himself for, right. for the Masters and we we know of Seminole because Seminole has been in the top, I'm going to say the top 15 of, of uh, golf courses in these rankings forever. Um, it's a fabulous golf course, but I will tell you this, Mike, if, if the wind doesn't blow, we are all going to go, wow, what is this course all about? Right, and if just the like wind Pebble. Blows, we're just like go, Pebble. Wow. Right. Yeah, it's exactly right. And we've seen, yeah. you know, one of the interesting things is, uh, Butch Harmon, who you well know, his father, Claude Harmon Sr., yep. was the head golfer a Wingfoot as well as at Seminole. And he shot 60 on a par 72 golf course. He shot 60 at this golf course. There are low scores that are available, but if the wind blows, as I said. It's a different course. Um, 
it's a totally different course in the gameplay. And it's been compared to Pinehurst number two a lot too, right? Uh, uh, well, a, a lot of people compare them. And and because the, if you go chronologically, um, what happened with with Donald Ross is he designed Pinehurst sort of in the middle twenties and then headed from from North Carolina down to Florida to to design this one. E. F. Hutton was a big part of. Uh, this golf course and this design, as well as the establishment of the club. So there's a lot of history to this to this place. Donald Ross is is uh, you know right at the start of it. All right. Now the other real unknown is Wolf. I mean, when you look at it, people say, "Why is Wolf in this?" Well, Wolf is a guy who has gotten a very big following very quickly. And the thing that you know about him is everyone thinks he's going to be a big player. And number two, he's got a very strange swing. Well, I think so. He, he's being applauded because he has, and, and his coach, George Gankis, who's out in the, uh, on the West Coast, he's being applauded for maintaining his golf swing and not going the, what he needed to go through in order to get a golf swing that appears right. to be more conventional. And right. so he's being celebrated for that. Like but Jim Matthew Furyk. Wolf, like a Jim Furyk. Exactly, like a Jim Furyk. What I would say about Matthew is the following. One, he is a great kid, and he's got great drive. But if you look at his statistics, his statistics are not really supporting uh, this these, these accolades that we're getting. He's not in the top 100. Absent of stroke gained off the tee, which he's 21st on tour in driving distance. He's 169th in driving accuracy. He's 182nd in greens and regulation, 170th in birdie average, and 168th in scoring average. So, so he, right now he doesn't belong based on performance. He doesn't belong with these other three golfers. That's 100% correct. And there are many people that feel... Why that is he popular Matt, then? Why, why is he so popular? I think he's popular because he's working with a guy who um, is is very celebrated as a coach, George Gankis. He, I think he's popular because he has maintained his swing. He had a fantastic collegiate career. So you'd go, yes, absolutely. And he's won already on the PGA Tour. So there's a whole bunch of reasons why you go, okay, this guy could be the next big thing. However, if TaylorMade had their choice and they did – they reached out to John Rahm, who didn't want to travel, from what I'm told, and they reached out to Jason Day, also didn't want to travel. Gotcha. So when you start to look at this, Matthew Wolf is in this, but he's in this not because he was their number one choice. And if you think about this, you look at, okay, Matthew Wolf went to Oklahoma State, so did Ricky Fowler, so we've got an Oklahoma State contingency. But the fact okay. of the matter is, if you have Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Ricky Fowler, and John Rahm, You've got number one in the official world golf rankings, number two in the official world golf rankings, number five in the official world golf rankings, and one of the most popular guys on tour in Ricky Fowler. So that was that was really their choice. And then gotcha. they went to Jason Day, major champion, get him in there. So they've got Matthew Wolf. I, I would have even I would have even gone with a Justin Thompson, uh, Justin Thomas, or or a Spieth. Well, the problem is those guys are, ta- are, are titleist guys. Oh, they're not tailor-made guys. Made okay, That's I got correct. you. They, so, uh, you have to be a tailor. So who else? So there's not another tailor-made guy that fits. Okay, so they didn't you know, have a fourth. I, they didn't have a fourth tailor-made guy. Is what it comes down to. Well, I think what they ended up figuring out was they weren't going to get people that were outside of the Florida region to come and travel in gotcha. Florida to be a 
this as they gotcha. tried to do that. So I think gotcha. that's how they. And the only one that used tailor made guys. Okay, so there we go. That's okay. correct. All right, and it looks lopsided. I mean, it, it, skins games, you never know. Ricky could get hot with the putter and, you know, run off six straight skins, but it, it looks like a mismatch. Well, I think you're right about, about team skins in particular. If we had four players playing their own golf ball and separate skins, it might be very interesting. I think with team skins right now, look, the fact of the matter is, as far as I'm concerned, you're going to have to win a hole by making an eagle or holding a shot from a fairway for a, for a, you know, like a hole in one or something like that. But at this level, if again, if the doesn't blow, which it's reported to, they're saying it's going to be about five miles an hour of wind and about 87 degrees. So right for scoring conditions, I think what you're going to see is I think you're going to see a lot of low scores. I think you're going to see a lot of halved holes. And, and I think you may get a rare birdie on a, on a par three where, uh, you know, somebody, somebody might win a hole that way, but don't, don't look at uh, a par five as a, as a hole where, you know, somebody's going to make a birdie and win. It's not going to happen. And I think the same thing on the par fours. I think there's going to be a lot of halved holes here. I, I think it's going to be uh, – it's great for the charities. And I think it's going to be great because we've got live golf, so exciting for all that stuff. But I don't think you're going to see a lot of skins changing hands or, or people making a lot of skins. All right, take me into next Sunday's event. Uh, Phil and Tiger, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady at, uh, at uh, Medalist. Um, they're going to play best ball nine holes and alternate shot nine holes. Uh, they say Brady's an eight. And they say Manning is somewhere between a six and an eight. I don't know exactly where between those two. That's what they say. You got Tiger and Phil. Phil beat them last time they played. Uh, what's your thoughts on that match? I think. Look again. Go back to the overall heading. We're we're, we're uh, having live golf, which is great, and we're making donations to right. the COVID uh, thing. So great. All that stuff is fantastic. I I think this is another one of those events that is going to be. You know, kind of a hit and giggle. I think you're going to see see players hitting shots, and I think there's going to be a little camaraderie. But at the same time, here's the part, Michael, that I think is so challenging. You've got to keep this six-foot distance between everybody, between caddies, players, other stuff. The, 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 the conversations that are going to take place are going to be quite a bit different when you are spaced that, that much. I, I just... You know, I, I yep. don't know. I, I, hey, listen, when you look really, at any of these things, when I read you the baseball rules now, you'd laugh. I, mean, I read them. I read yeah, them this I mean, they're hilarious. I mean, so it doesn't even sound like the same sport. So it just shows you how tough this is going to be. And you just mentioning this, segue to me into regular golf in two weeks, June 8th in Colonial uh, in Fort Worth. How is that going to be impacted? Well, just, I'll give you just one scenario, right? I'm reading what you read this morning. I was reading it in the post of what baseball is going through. Just think about this for golf. So a player and a caddy have to maintain the social distancing thing. So the player uh, comes over to hit a shot. The caddy puts the bag down. The player standing by the ball six feet away is the caddy. And the caddy says, I think it's a seven iron. Now he steps away six feet while the player comes into this. And everybody's going to be watching this, by the way. And there's going to be a lot of people that are going to share their thoughts about whether they should be allowed, shouldn't be allowed. There's going to be no fans whatsoever. I, I mean, you know, in, in the radio shows that I've been doing, I've asked the question, are we rushing things? Do we feel like we're, we're 
pushing something forward that needs not be pushed forward. The other thing with baseball is, as I understand it, you know well better than I do, they say that, that that's a, a $4 billion. They stand to lose $4 billion yes. if they don't do this. And so you start to go, okay, where does the finances start becoming more important than the health? Well, listen, and- they, 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 the, 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 it's a 9 to $10 billion sport. They've already lost the $4 billion that they get from gate receipts and, and concessions. What they're yeah. trying to get back is the $4 billion from the networks. That's what they're trying to, and from television and from radio, trying to get back the 4 to $5 billion from that. Otherwise, they lose the entire $9 billion. So yeah. they're trying to salvage half of it. They can't even salvage the other half. Well, so if you go to if you go to golf, what's going on on with that? I think there's a, a lot of different things that are going to take place. Obviously, this is how players make money. They don't have guaranteed dollars. There's a difference between golf and sort of golf. Right. And tennis so, what's the purse is going to be on the uh, what 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 are they playing for at that at, at that first event? Do they give them a stipulated amount of money? Yeah, well, no. So what's going to happen is it's going to be run like a regular event. See, the difference between... Well, how is the event going to make any money? Well, they don't make, they've never really made a ton of money off of the gate receipts. The, a lot of the money that happens with the gate goes to the charitable donation. But what but about think- the Pro-Am and everything else during the week and everything else with sponsors and signage and everything else? With none of that, aren't events going to lose a lot of money if they put up all that tournament money? I mean, the I- tournament money is all going to come from television. They're not going to make any money at the event. The event's not going to make any money at all. Well, the event won't make a lot of money at all. But you're 100% correct. But at the same time, they're going to have an event, and they will make donations to charities. Right. So things are going to be okay. Right. It's not big. The big money in the game is the television contract. No and question. So when you get into the game of golf, which is a little bit different, plus, plus you have, you've got four different days where you've got golf that's, that's being put out there. So it's, it's almost like a series if you look at it that way. It's not a single event. It's, no, the it's TV sort of money is, you see, the T, in baseball is the sport where the TV money is only half of their money. It's not, it's not more than that because the gate receipts and the secondary and tertiary revenue streams, parking and concessions and everything, is a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, look, it's going to be a lot different. It's than, a nightmare for every one of these sports is what it comes down to. Every time you read up on a, team, a sport coming back, you see how much of a nightmare it is trying to come back under these conditions. Well, and then go to what Gavin Newsom said out in California when he said they aren't going to operate anything until they have phase four. Well, phase four is vaccine. So if you're not going to have sporting events with fans until you have vaccine in California – you're not going to have any sports. Some people are saying they might have a vaccine by the end of the year or the beginning of next. I've heard yesterday, or two days ago rather, that they're not expecting to have a vaccine until April. And if they don't have a vaccine until April, and you look at these sporting events, talk about college games, yeah. all sports are affected, professional games, all leagues are affected. I mean, this could, this could be really disastrous. Listen, I don't think we're looking at a spectator sport in this in this country before next spring. Yeah. I really believe yeah. that right now. I, I don't think you're going to see a spectator sport in this country until next spring. Now, I, you, then, you're going to see some games played, I'm sure, and we're going to see a game 
you know, played in golf on the 8th. We're going to see a, a performance. We're going to see that first. Uh, we're seeing auto racing. We're going to see events, but we're not going to see, we're not, we're going to see horse racing start June 4th here at Belmont without fans. We're not going to see any spectator sports, I don't think, until we get the vaccine, which I think will be next spring at the earliest. Yeah. So how about this one? So if you're playing on the PGA Tour and you go to an event and you are leading into Sunday and you have been tested positive, you are going to have to withdraw from the event. Correct. And all it's going to take is one time for that to happen. And then, the, again, the difference between PGA Tour golf and, say, Major League Baseball or football is the players set their schedule. And if you are Tiger Woods or you're Phil Mickelson, you're John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, and happen. Don't forget, Roy McIlroy is the guy who didn't go to the Olympics in 16 because of Zika. So if you're, if you're that guy trying to start a family, doing all that other stuff, and all of a sudden this comes out, you're just not going to play. It's as simple as that. And so now when you start going, well, who's, who's going to watch the events if Rory and Tiger and, and Rom and Jordan and those players, which don't have to play, don't play? It's going to be, I mean... I look at it as it's, it is incredibly scary to me. And I think that, that all we need is one person to test positive, and it changes the dynamic of the entire PGA. Well, look at this. Forget that. I mean, let's say you restart, and they've already said, Adam Silver said, we're talking about Michael Breed. Uh, Adam Silver said, listen, if one positive can shut the sport down then let's not be let's not return okay but here's the thing let's say you're in the nba finals you're a week away from the nba finals and lebron james comes down with it what happens you're done your sport is done as a sport it's over or if the freak comes down with it and they're getting ready to play lebron james in the finals it's over i mean they, they you know your event's done uh, it's it, it, and and the other question they haven't even been able to solve yet mike in baseball is how many positives for a team would be a reason to shut the sport down? What if a team gets eight guys that have it now? It, it, it just feels to me like we don't know what's going on, and we're making decisions that are, well, we, we need to do this, but we can't do this, and we ought to do this. I mean, I looked at the Well, we're doing that every day in the country anyway. We really are, let's be honest. We don't have any rhyme or reason to what we're doing. We don't know what's going to be good or bad or indifferent. We really don't know. We just know we have to kind of get the economy going again, so we're trying to do it, but we don't have any answers. Well, you look at what happened with, with J.C. Penney. You look at what's happening right. with Hertz. Yep. I mean, all these different companies are declaring bankruptcy. Yeah, it's going to continue going, well, to happen too. Yeah, we got to do something. What I are we agree. Do? Well, so it's just it's 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 literally you know I was talking with Seth Waugh, who's CEO of the PJ of America, and he was formerly the head of Deutsche Bank. Um, and I asked Seth, I said, Seth, you have gone through three incredible situations with nine eleven, with the collapse in '09, and then you have this situation here. What's worse? And he goes, No doubt. This is worse. Oh, ten we times worse. We don't know what this is, and we don't know when it's going to stop. Ten times worse. It's killed industries like like uh, hotels, uh, rental car, um, airlines. Oh. Airlines could all go out of business. I mean, they won't let them because the government can't let them. But, I mean, they're going to – Buffett sold all his airline stock, all of it. He sold all of it. He just sold all his Goldman Sachs. I mean, just that should be an indication of what's going on. Warren Buffett sold his Goldman Sachs stock. I mean, so – And the European tour, Mike, is in – danger of folding. Well, now let me ask you about that because I want to get to ask you about this. What happens to players? 
first of all, tell me about the satellite tours, what happens to them. And number two, what happens to players 40 to 125? How will they, how will they survive? Will they go back and be club pro? What will they do in the next you know, period of time? Well, I mean, it, look, each individual is individual, right? So it's, it's hard to know exactly what Right, but I mean, what, what about the rank and file? So if you're talking about the guy that is sitting at 100 on the PGA Tour yeah. money list, yeah. I think they're going to continue to do this wraparound thing and, and allow these players the opportunity to play. Also um, allowing players, the PGA Tour is fronting some players some money so that they can continue they to They are, survive. okay. What happens right. to the satellite tours? They're, they're shut down completely, right? They are shut down pretty much uh, except for the Corn Ferry Tour, which is going to start back up. The other big thing that's going on uh, in the game of golf is Vijay Singh, who is you know uh, a, a very very solid player on the uh, PGA Tour Champions, major champion, uh, all these different things he's done. He's going to play a Corn Ferry Tour event down in Jacksonville, which is going to be the opposite week of. Uh, colonial, and so you start to think about: Well, should he be playing in a corn ferry event when he's he's already exempt? He's, he's exempt in the PGA Tour and also to PGA Tour champions. So there's a whole bunch of things that's going on. But here's what I can tell you: The corn ferry tour is going to be fine. They're just not going to graduate anybody to the PGA Tour. It kind of stifles some some situations for the players that are are you know sort of struggling on that tour. But what I would say is is that when you get into um, the the Symmetra Tour, which is sort of the Corn Ferry Tour for the LPGA, that's going to be that that tour is in in real trouble. And I would also say that if you if you look at the satellite tours, depending upon where they are, they just have the Scottsdale Open, and the Scottsdale Open, which is just a I mean it's just a, an open for for in Scottsdale, and it's almost a PGA Tour caliber uh, field, and you had. Players that are, are members of the PGA Tour, members of the Corn Ferry Tour playing in the event. There were 62, 63 shot. Colt Nose was playing in that thing. There were so many uh, talented players playing in that event. And so now you look at that and you go, well, that tour happens to be thriving because they're in Scottsdale, and Scottsdale hasn't been hit as badly, and they can operate it the way they want to operate it. So each individual, it's, it's just a, it's so hard to put your mind around the situation that we're in right now. So hard. Uh, so it sounds like you would rather the PGA Tour waited rather than even come back on the 6th, I mean on the 8th of June, right? Well, here's what I would, what I would say is, is that I am sure, in fact positive, that they have been in conversation with the President of the United States. They've also been in conversations with Adam Silvers and Goodell and, and no question that's heading up all these. And they want sports so, to come back. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they are making educated um, guesses as to what's going to happen. And they're doing the very best that they can do, given the, given the circumstance. At the same time, I, I, I'm worried because what happens if you start and then stop and then try to start back up again? It's going to make it even even more challenging. And the fact of the matter is, I don't know that there's a right answer, and I'm not sure that there's a wrong answer. So I don't, you know, I don't really know what to do. All I know is is that we've got golf that's taking place today, and we've got golf that's going to take place next weekend, and that should be great for the game of golf. But in the same respect, it's not really competitive golf like we understand competitive golf on the PGA Tour. And so I think you're really looking at two different arenas. This, 
what I'll call, you know, silly season stuff. I think this is going to be fun. It's going to get us excited about golf and all that other stuff. And then we're going to, we're going to see what happens when we have fanless golf. And fanless golf to me, I mean, I was talking to Padraig Harrington yesterday about fanless Ryder Cup. And he said, look, you know what? If we don't have fans at the Ryder Cup, which I'm not sure we're going to have, you do the math on all these different, I don't think the PGA Championship, unless it moves from, from uh, California, uh, Harding Park, we're not going to have a PGA Championship with, with fans. And if we have a Ryder Cup without fans, you're going to see players, Brooks Kepka and many others have said, I don't want to play. If, if they have a Ryder Cup without fans, I don't want to play. So, you know, there's a lot of little different things that are taking place. And the only thing that, that is for certain is only the future knows. We don't know. Unbelievable. No Give the people a uh, a thought about medalists uh, who they might not know. They might have only heard about medalists also, which they'll see next week uh, with the uh, Tiger Phil uh, event with the two quarterbacks. So medalist is a, a wonderful golf course. Originally started Greg Norman, um, and then he kind of got his way out of that place. It's uh, it's 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 a very challenging place. Tiger Woods happens to be a member over there. It's a wonderful golf course, and um, it is a it, it's extremely challenging. Again, when the wind blows, so it's basically just a little bit north of, of Seminole. Probably takes uh, twenty minutes to, to get there from Seminole, and so it'll be how's the wind blow and and so forth. I think the 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 intrigue to this is, you know, what are we going to see out of Peyton Manning and, and Tom Brady? What what's what kind of what kind of game do these guys have? And well, they will look bit- like they will look like if let me put it this way: um, if you took if you took uh, football players, I mean uh, golfers, yeah, put them in Major League Baseball uniforms and put them on the field. That's how these guys will look compared to the Tiger and Phil. Yeah. They will look so like the ham question, and, they will look like ham and eggers compared to Tiger and Phil. And so the question becomes is that going to be something that we ultimately want to watch? I mean, people I think with these events, they want to see live golf and and I mean, did you you saw the obviously for the NFL draft? I think was, because was, they're big stars and I'll tell you as long as they can let, let's be honest, okay? If you go out there, if a guy goes out there as an eight handicap, he's going to hit the green from 150 yards or 200 yards in. He's going to hit the green half the time, right? You know, with with an iron, I, half the time he's going to hit the green, right? You, you well, got to figure, would, right? You would think the only difference is is that those guys don't play a lot of golf when there's a camera around. Right. So, so, I mean, I would right. think, you know, listen, one of them will make a long putt or something like that, but they'll also make some really, they'll make some really bad shots around the green, as you know, because that's where you get exposed when you get a, you get a little crazy kind of shot with your wedge. You can look really bad with a, with a bad wedge shot. 100%. And, and if they have to hit a, a delicate bunker shot or, or right. a pitch shot from around the green. Yeah, they're not it, keeping it on the green. That's all there is to it, yeah. Right, and so, so the question becomes Tell me this, me, how fast will they make the green? Will they make the course for Tiger and Phil to shoot 60, or will they make the course where, here's how I look at it, will they make the course where Tiger and Phil will shoot 60, or will they make the course where Tom and Peyton can't shoot 90? 
Well, and that's exactly right. Plus, I'll also tell you, and I'll get to that in a second, but let's not also forget whole locations have a lot to do with this, right? So green speed is an important part of this. Whole locations are a really important part of this. And then where the golf course is, medalist is, is a big part of this. Here's the answer. You can shoot 90 at medalist very, very easily, no matter how it's set up, because it's one of those places that if you miss the fairway, you're, you, you can't, you can't you're cooked. It. You're cooked. Right. And so I think what you're going to see is I think you're going to see Tiger and Phil having a very relaxed time going around there. I think we're going to miss out on the camaraderie. I think the, the, right. the, the, the whole experience of them being so far apart from one another and everybody being so far apart. If you just, if you take, cause you've got caddies as well, right? So you've got four plus four, you've got eight people that are spread out six feet apart. That's that's the that's the width of the fairway. I mean, and they're not going to make and they're not going to make the fairways like it's day three of U.S. Open either. Not at all. No, not at all. So, so my guess is is that you know they're they're going to set the golf course up pretty benignly so right. that you know right. So we're going to see right. low scores and we're not going to see a lot of embarrassment. But at the same right, which time, means Tiger and Phil are going to hit everything in close. Well, they absolutely could for nine holes, but when you start. To an alternate shot with your right. teammate, right? Now, yeah, you're cooked. You're you cooked. Right? If he puts totally it, in, if he game. put, if he puts it in behind a tree, there's not much you can do. One hundred percent. And so, you know, what kind of what kind of offense are you going to have when when Phil is dropping his his uh, ball by a hazard and then hitting an approach shot on a par four? Is his third shot on par four? Well, so, you know, how I, about I how about when Phil leaves Tom's Brady? Where how about when Phil leaves Tom Brady, where only Phil could get the ball anywhere near the green? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So I, I look, I, I think this is great because we're going to have live golf. I think it's fantastic. I'm yeah, listen, they're big stars. You know what it is? People will enjoy watching the four of them on the screen. That's the thing. They're all big stars. That's the thing. Well, I think what you're going to get, and this is the part to me that's very interesting. I think what you're going to get is you're going to get a lot of intrigue early. And I think then after a couple of, you know, I'm going to say maybe an hour, people are going to go, okay, not enough. And, and so I'll be curious to get the ratings, not just the Here's the one ratings, thing, though. It's free. That's the thing. It's free. It's not on pay-per-view like it was last time. It's free, and people are dying to watch a live event. So they might actually watch it just because there's nothing else on. However, here's the curveball. The curveball is everybody's been locked inside. And the last place people want to be is inside. Oh, if it's I mean, 80 know, and sunny, if it's 80 and sunny, it's going to hurt them. No question. Agreed. There are yeah. more people. I don't know if you've seen it, but I know what I've seen when I've been out. There are more people out walking, out oh, riding bikes, out oh, getting uh, exercise. Crazy. Which is crazy. Great. Yes. And so, so many. And so, our, our streets are packed. That's the battle. So the battle is, is that you go, okay, yeah, great. Get them out there. We haven't seen anything live. Fabulous. Blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, everybody wants to get of their house. The walls are closing in. So I think there's there's a couple of things that are going to go on here, and it'll be interesting to see what, what, what transpires. All right, listen, I'll have you on again before they start real golf, but hopefully things will have changed for the better before then, okay? I look forward to it. All the best. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe. Thank you. Michael Breed, back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.